This is the Curlcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Nathan. And Nathan, uh, since you haven't been on the show yet, but we have covered your channel, why don't you tell everybody about it? Uh, Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Um, uh, My channel is called Nathan Sifu Gaming, and uh, I post uh, Let's Play videos predominantly. And every now and then, I might post a video about something else, Um, you know, whether it be a movie review or something Um, Mm tech-related. And the occasional uh, uh, game dev vlog. Uh, I haven't done one of those in a really long time, though. But, uh, yeah, that's... uh, that's pretty well what I do. Can I tell you? Go back just, to that description. I love your about me. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> yes. I oh, know. No. I know why that's there. I know why that's there. <laughs> what, what happened? That's to link it to your BitChute account. Oh. You probably changed your description it? to link your BitChute account to your YouTube account, and then oh. you never had changed it back. <laughs> oh, because because what for the longest time it it had like the description and did did you guys even read it on on the show that time? I read it from your BitChute account. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really weird. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we pointed this out or not, but I was like, oh, Nathan's description mm-hmm. is just the key that BitChute needed to link the accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I totally like. I realized what it was after I looked at it. I was like, oh yeah, that's probably what that is. Um, mm-hmm. So after you change, you know, change this back, we'll uh, we'll, we'll let you read it again. Do you want to you want to show everybody your BitChute account or any other accounts or no? Um, yeah, I mean, because yeah, I post to a, a number of different places. Uh, BitChute may, being the main one, uh, and then I also post on uh, Fruit Lab, which um, uh, I'm not sure if you can just type in my name and find it. It's it's I think it's probably just like channel and then a string of uh, numbers. Yeah, I've seen your link yeah. to it. Um, it's right yeah, but the easiest there. Yeah, Bam. but yeah, I post, I post. fifty thousand views. Jo- wow, dude, you only joined in September and you got fifty thousand views already. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy the amount of traffic that I actually get on there. I'm I'm quite surprised by that. Mm. But um, more to yeah, come on Wednesday I've, on that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned. Um, Stay tuned. But yeah, I post I post over there as well as uh, DTube, BitTube, um, and then I put the videos on CGN. Um, I know there's some that I'm missing. I'm always I'm always missing some. Twitch. <laughs> He's got a Twitch. Uh, yeah, I've got a Twitch. Uh, but the easiest place to find all that stuff is just on my tap my bio profile. Just tapmybio.com slash Nathan Seafood Gaming. Top link that you see there. There you go. That's how you find yeah. it. Tapmybio.com slash Nathan Seafood Gaming. Yeah, All that's become quite right. a valuable. Yeah. All right. So we're very thankful to have Nathan on today. On today this whole week, really. Um, yep. and, I'm, and I'm very thankful to be here. And we're really uh, looking forward to discussing games coming in May, which is the, the mm-hmm. subject for what's today, Well. It's Manic Monday. And we're going to remember every day this week. Okay? We need so. to change that. I, I'm tired of that one. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe in the near future, we will change our segments up a little bit. Okay. okay. All right. So, <laughs> today we're going to... I just like Will going, it's Manic Monday. Anyways, so I just keep making him do it. Um, so, today yeah. we're going to discuss notable games coming in May. All right. I'm going to read through the list and then we'll discuss. There aren't any. <laughs> Okay, so coming out on May 1st, you know, start of the month, Arcade Spirits on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Then we're going to have Trackmania coming out to the PC 
I actually have no idea what that is. Um, having a game called John Wick Hex. Looks interesting. Coming to PlayStation 4. We have somebody screaming in the background of Will's video. Um, there's <laughs> yep. Wavy, I have an audience. Wavy the Rocket on PC. Um, Wait a minute, the Olympic Games already? Is that coming in May? Oh, it's listed there? It says it right there. Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, yeah, you're right. It says iOS and Android. I almost skipped that one. Sonic yeah, at the Olympic well, Games. What's interesting about that, though, is Vector is no longer going to be in Olympic Games this year, <laughs> which is why I told Chris he needs to buy, try to find a physical copy of that when it comes to console. <laughs> it's coming to iOS and Android, okay? So I wasn't even going to bother oh. covering it because who cares about iOS and Android? Unless it's KOTOR. Yeah. Unless it's KOTOR. <laughs> yes. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, then it's Wavy the Rocket on PC on May 7th. Uh, Best Friend Forever on Switch, PC, and Mac. Those Who Remain on PlayStation 4. The Wonderful 101 Remastered for PC, PlayStation mm. 4, and Switch. I'm which, surprised that that one is being remade. Yeah. The thing that actually surprises me the most is the fact that it's coming to PlayStation 4 because I thought it was a Nintendo exclusive. Um, it was on the Wii U, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Man Eater coming to PlayStation 4. Xbox that looks interesting. Switch Can't wait PC. to eat somebody. <laughs> well, that that game, I'm pretty positive there's a version for that, that series, at least, on the Vita. Um, hmm. Sword Art uh, Online, uh, Alicization Licorice. I have no idea what that is. PlayStation 4, <laughs> Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Ninjala on Switch. Bioshock the Collection on Switch. Borderlands super Legendary awesome. Collection on the Switch. It's also awesome. XCOM 2 Collection Switch. That's triple awesome. <laughs> and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on the Switch. Lots of Switch releases to finish mm-hmm. the month out. Ports Very nice. and upgrades. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is a super upgrade from original the original game. And an even bigger upgrade from the 3DS version that... <laughs> not very good looking. Uh, let's put it mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> that's so, that's a that's a really massive game, isn't it? Like, it's like oh, it's, one of the one of the world's was, biggest in-game maps. It was amazing that it was able to run on the Wii. Hmm. Wow, let's put it that way. I mean, that wow. can be said for most games, though. <laughs> well, for this game, I mean, this it was amazing that this game yeah could just, run on the Wii. People were surprised that it ran on the Wii at all because it's mm-hmm. it looks good and it's massive. It's not like. Mm-hmm. You know, do you trade one for the other? No, this is a massive game. That looks good on the Wii, which is insane. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then they put it on the 3DS, and it looked as bad as you would expect on the 3DS <laughs> for a game being <laughs> yes. ported from the Wii to the 3DS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, so as far as the games we've just listed off, what game are you most looking forward to coming to um, any platform in May? Will, why don't you go first? XCOM and Bioshock. XCOM? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm an XCOM fan. Uh, I, I guess I've that. never talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, I like those kind of games. Um, Bioshock, I already own all three, but uh, <laughs> I would totally buy those on the Switch. And um, I'm looking forward to a John Wick game. It looks different. It's not, it's not like it's like a first-person shooter. If I remember correctly, it's third-person, and it has kind of stylized graphics. It looks pretty neat. I'm going to pull this up. If I could type. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I've never yeah, heard the, of this yeah. John Wick Hex game, to be totally honest with you. Up until I <laughs> had to look I, it up. John Wick I actually I actually first heard of uh, saw uh John Wick Hex uh, on an ad that was on a Fruit Lab video, actually. Hmm. Um and yeah, it looks it looks really interesting. I unfortunately won't have the ability to play it since I don't have a uh, PlayStation 4, but yeah, it looks really neat. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, good. It's already got a loading bar. Cause the internet cracked for a second. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really, really neat visual style. Definitely, mm-hmm. it, has like it almost a... reminds me of like a Telltale style. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. And when I first saw it, I thought maybe they were doing like a like a Telltale John Wick, but uh, but uh, no, it looks like it's going to be a bit more action packed than that. Yeah, it wouldn't be able to run in that engine. <laughs> Lionsgate. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one. Isn't Lionsgate usually a film company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are. They, yeah. It's interesting that they're making a game. I mean, I think it's a pretty smart move on their part. Yeah. Hey, well, do I mean, they, they own the rights to movies? Maybe. I mean, that may, might be wise because they own the rights to the movie, just like how Warner Brothers is always displayed. Well, I guess they have their own gaming division now, but I think originally it was just because they owned the license to some of those games or some of the movie properties. Well, I mean, Lucasfilm doesn't produce their own games anymore, so why should mm-hmm. any of these film companies... Other than to have a fake games company, they can pretend they make games under. <laughs> yeah, but who knows? Maybe they have an actual studio building this game. It looks different than anything I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah. It looks like maybe they got maybe they got like an independent studio to uh, to to go in in on it. Yeah, looks cool. And also, yeah. Man Eater, you should bring up some footage of that. Yeah, I can do that. I was gonna let Nathan jump on. And... No, Nathan doesn't get to speak. I'm gonna pick them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nathan, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if oh, I this have... is not the Man Eater that I I thought of. This is literally a shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, this okay. is not what I thought. This oh, was. oh, that's kind of interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this looks awesome. <laughs> you go around as a shark and you play you pretend that you're Jaws. It's awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! Because there aren't enough Jaws games already <laughs> out there. Yeah, well, it looks good, dude. Oh, it's like Ghost in the but with a shark. <laughs> See, I, I wonder if you beat the game Holy if you shit. get to play as the Meg. Hmm. Maybe. And you get to take down cruise ships. Was that a good movie? Oh yeah, I like the Meg. The Meg's a good movie. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to check that out because I thought the poster was really cool. Where it's it's like the, the Meg is just about to eat a, eat another shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, the the Meg. Uh, that's kind of a movie spoiler because it does eat another shark, but I guess that's to be expected with a movie like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I if you can hear my background. <laughs> oh my god. Five twenty-two, oh man. That was terrifying. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> what what I just did? No, the no the shark the shark boarding land and coming oh. at people. <laughs> I swear, there's a game called like Man Eater. Oh, maybe it's God Eater. For, I'm trying. What game am I thinking? Of? Yeah, it's God Eater for the Vita. It's a weird. It's a weird series. That's what I thought you were recommending. I was like, oh, "Whoa, okay. really? This is a odd yeah. series." Oh, anyway, we, we interrupted Nathan. What are your? What are you looking forward to? Oh, uh, if I wasn't, um, if if I didn't already have it on the Xbox, um, I I'd, I'd be looking forward to the um, uh, Bioshock collection for the Switch, <laughs> and. Uh, I'd say that's actually still pretty exciting because, you know, there's all kinds of people who have always had Nintendo consoles. They've never had PCs or Xboxes or Playstations, and this will be their first chance to actually play it. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of first-person shooters that people talk about decades later. Um, mm-hmm. This this is definitely one of them because this, this was a masterpiece, and it stood out amongst the rest for a very good reason. <laughs> Tell, tell Claire. No, Shut up. It definitely adds to the show. 
Oh man, she's yeah. you got to get her in here and just be like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of games that are so different than the rest of like the the industry when they come out that mm-hmm. they leave such an impression on people. Like you say, Bioshock, and everybody pictures big the big daddies, right? Everybody mm-hmm. pictures those yeah. guys. Or the yeah, they picture me. The big daddies, the sisters, the little sisters, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just get that image in your mind, just like Borderlands. People think of the robot, right? Mm-hmm. Claptrap, claptrap. Yeah, it's it's like so iconic and different from the rest of the industry when it released. It has this lasting, long term impression that other games just don't have. You know, like Halo. Mm-hmm. When Halo hit the scene, bam, completely yeah. changed the genre. Yep. And so Bioshock coming to the Switch, first time on a Nintendo console, right? Oh yeah, that's right too. It'd be the first yeah, time ever on yeah. a Nintendo console. That's, no, I think that's I think that's fantastic. Deal. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair though, the previous ones were the Wii, which is a Marvel or ran anything, hey. and then the Wii U, the Wii U, which didn't have anything. The Wii U could have ran it. Yeah, it could have, but no one was putting anything on it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah like, so, and I was. As I understand, too, I think it was also incredibly difficult to port, port things over the Wii U. Like, the code was really weird or something. Hey, Mass Effect 3 made it over, okay? If somebody can port hey, Mass Effect 3 to the Wii U. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, I guess that was an EA yeah. game. I was thinking that Bioshock was, too. Bioshock's a 2K game. Now, if only we could get Tales from the Borderlands 2. That would make me happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm most excited. Uh, Borderlands is a game I can't get into. I don't know what's going on. Why not? But... I'm going to say a game that uh, Will doesn't really care about, but I'm going to say what? it anyways. Is it Persona again? No, I don't no, care. No, there's no Persona coming to the Switch. Are you crazy? <laughs> that would have been announced by now. Um, yeah. There's two games that I'm, I'm really excited about, but one of them is coming out in May, so I'm going to focus on that one. Um, Bio, Not Bioshock Collection. We already talked about that at length. I'm good with that. It's a good game. Okay, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. All right, This is a game that was released with kind of limited supply when it released on the Wii. So people got it, and and besides that, the, the controls for the Wii did not support this game very well. Uh, that that game was not built with touch controls in mind, or the I'm sorry, not touch motion, motion controls. controls in mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So a lot of people that played it, including myself, um, decided to go with like the classic controller that you can plug into the Wii. Mm-hmm. So now you're limiting your audience because most people the Wii probably only had the motion controllers, and and if you're lucky, they had. Um, even the nunchuck. <laughs> Not yeah, because that was that. like a separate yeah. thing. Yeah. So then it, they ported it to the 3DS, and they released a second set of supply for the Wii. They still didn't put out enough for people to get it. It's still a game that's I think pushing like forty bucks on the Wii. It's still not a cheap game to go pick up nowadays, even with one hundred million Wiis on the market. They mm-hmm. only they only that's had a like a lot of Wiis. It's nuts. <laughs> um. Nuts and wheeze. Um, anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't do this. Um, so it, it's cool because when they re-released it the second time, they put some more supply on the Wii and they put some supply on the 3DS. And neither of those consoles were equipped for this game. This game was not <laughs> built with A, a 3DS in mind, or <laughs> B, a Wii in mind. <laughs> the Switch is a good console for this to run on. It's going to run much better, and they've added on some content to it. So they made a massive game even bigger. So I, I'm excited to see what Crap. they do with it. I don't know if I'll pick it up myself because 
I've had a hard time playing the first game, the first version of it. I have it on the Wii, um, and it's just I don't know if it's my thing, but I know a lot of people will like this game, and I like the idea of it. I like the storyline. I like the music. It's a really well well made game. It's just maybe not maybe not for me, but I am excited okay. to see how well it does. What about the one on the Wii U? Should I pick that up? Do you know, uh, that's the same, basically the same thing, but a lesser version. Um, okay. I I wouldn't say that's the one I would start with. I would start with the one on the Wii or get this one on the Switch when you finally get one. It's more your your flow, Will, than mine. Because it's got like that... Um, it's not quite KOTOR. It's mm-hmm. more like real-time fighting. I like KOTOR real-time is. fighting, yeah. Um, oh, okay. But it's not like Jade Empire either. It's more like Final Fantasy in its fighting. And there's like a long, okay. long menu that you can scroll through and decide what you want each person to do when you're doing it. It's a good nope, game. Not patient, no. I'm out. <laughs> and you can control each of your menus too. Yeah, there is a. It's like a. It's actually a pretty streamlined menu. I'll be honest. It's actually pretty streamlined. Pretty good. Pretty well done. Um, but uh, that's that's a cool one. And then in case you guys didn't know, um, Catherine Full Body is coming to the Switch later this year, either June or July. I don't remember which. Chris has it pre-ordered. I don't yet. Billy's going to pre-order it for me. Um, I don't yet. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, I was going to get it on the Vita, but since they never released it on the Vita outside of Japan, here's where we are. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, and there is a, an English patch. I almost picked up the Vita version, the Japanese Vita version, because somebody mm-hmm. made a Vita patch for the English Oh wow! Um, but that would require some hacking that I don't feel like doing. So I, I was just gonna say I don't think that's official, is it? <laughs> so, anyways, I'm looking forward to those two games. Um, they look really good, especially Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Um, and we'll see where it goes from there. So, anything else you guys uh, want to bring up? Nothing. When they gonna? Oh, I, actually, I do want to bring something up. I heard that they were bringing the Master Chief Collection to the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you gotta do is go to. Uh... Here, I'll show you guys how to find it. Go to go to our didn't channel. Didn't they do an exclusive? Didn't they go do an exclusive release trailer on your channel? That's correct. Yeah, they did. One hundred percent. Oh, and go check out our one year of the Curlcast video if you haven't already. I had a lot of fun yeah. putting that together. Yeah, it's a great video. <laughs> yeah, right here. If you go Stay to the end. Curlcast Plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The very end. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. I'm making waffles. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, Halo Master Chief Collection. Coming to Switch, the exclusive trailer on the Krillcast website. Uh, Krillcast website. Krillcast <laughs> YouTube channel. Krillcast Plus. <laughs> 25 subscribers. Uh, quarter of the way to getting another YouTube custom URL. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, don't read the comments before you watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> And you should get some enjoyment out of this. It's at almost 500 views, so it's outperforming our actual podcast episodes right now. Yep. <laughs> also, ignore the date. <laughs> yeah, well, Reggie guest starred. So, I know I mean, we had Reggie. I told people Reggie mm-hmm. was going to be on the show. Nobody believed me, but hey, whatever, mm-hmm. man. Look, look at those. Look at those four unappreciative people there. I know. Just I know. Like, it's just you geez. know some people just can't take a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which Reggie makes a lot of jokes in the video. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Nathan. And we will see you on the next Curlcast. Bye, guys.
<laughs> this is the cookout. I'm Chris. I'm Will. I'm And y'all missed some great comedy just now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so what is today? Today is what's two- going on with your hands? <laughs> blending into the background. Oh, I guess wow. my hands like semi green or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Anyways, um, today is Tuber Tuesday. And we have a guest today. We have Nathan Sifu. Want to tell everybody about your channel? Yeah, sure. I um, I I post uh, primarily Let's Play videos. Occasionally, I'll do a movie review or something tech related, or uh, you know, something along those lines, or something you know, in the rare occasion, just something that's not gaming related at all. Um, but that's primarily what I do. Um, and I've been doing that for a few years, and I've uh, been loving it ever since. And there's him telling us about 2020. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you guys want to find him go to tapmybio.com slash Nathan Sifu tap what? tapmybio.com not, bio, not tapmybiology tapmybio.com mm. <laughs> yeah. like biography anyways yeah. I, I got I got far too many links and that's just the easiest way to find him yep so you can find yep. him on every platform that you're possibly uh, your heart possibly desires alright and if yeah. there's a platform he's not on, tell him he'll get there. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Today for Tuber Tuesday, we're covering a friend of the channel, Mr. Zio Gaming. Z-O-T-G-T on Twitter, at Z-O-T-G-T. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a daily gaming news guy, all right? Kind of like mm-hmm. your, your uh, quartering or anybody like that that does a daily upload on gaming and entertainment media. Mm-hmm. Um, so some stats about his channel. He's got 106 subs, as you can see on here. Uh, he's got his channel created on May 21st, 2017. I know the English is bad, Will. Please don't correct me. Um, <laughs> he's th- currently got 13,857 views, which is about 50 more views than he had when I wrote this up yesterday. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, his YouTube channel, you can find him by going to youtube.com slash TGT. And for those of you who don't know, um, the TGT stands for the Gaming Trucker. And I'm not sure when that changed, but he has TGT on a lot of his stuff. So if you're wondering what TGT like stands for, gaming tr- the Gaming Trucker. He right. films from the cab of a truck as he's driving. That would be interesting and probably dangerous. Um, <laughs> and he signs off every video by going... <laughs> oh my god, I actually love idea. that. I actually really love that. Zio, you need to use that. Find a good truck yeah. horn sound. And then just mm-hmm. say, this is for Will, every time. <laughs> yes. Or Nathan, mm-hmm. your choice. Mm-hmm. If you go to bitchshoot.com slash zeogaming, you will find his channel. He currently has 23 subs. He created the channel. On, and I didn't know this. I thought he had a, a Bitchshoot channel much longer than this, but apparently not. He's had the channel since December 17th of 2019. Oh, it's quite recent. Pretty I know. I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, he's, got a, wow. he's got just passed. 10,000 views on BitChute. Nice. So congratulations Jeez, really, to you, Zio. Really good for starting mm-hmm. in December. I know. 10,000 views. Did it really fast. Um, and you can find him by going to bitshoot.com slash Gaming. I think I already said that. Um, yeah. So his, his description is, I talk about nerd news and occasionally play video games. What more could you ask for? Straight to the point. I like it. Yeah. yeah. The truck horn. And he says it differently on his BitChute account. It says... <laughs> Let's plays and nerd news. What more can you ask for? 
<laughs> there you go. And if you want to um, email him, zeogamingnews at gmail.com. If you want to give him the, the scoop or the latest news that he doesn't already have, send it there. So his first and or oldest video. That's what we usually like to cover first. Um, I looked this up. I was like, hmm, what is this? Let's see. It was a Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon video two years <laughs> ago. And I am at least three of these six views. <laughs> and this is how I found out about Gaming Trucker. See, Zeo, the Gaming Trucker. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, when I was when I was checking that out earlier, I uh, was really captivated by just the uh, PS One startup sound. I, I I love that startup. <laughs> it is like super iconic. Honestly, it's, back. there's not a lot of things um, as far as boot up sounds that are as iconic as the original PlayStation. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's talking about Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I don't know if he's doing some kind of emulation here to pull this up, or if this is like a trailer he got. This isn't Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Uh, well, it, it, it is. He's it's he just used uh, Star Trek Online for uh, for like the background footage while he's he talking about okay. it. Okay, I was like, wait a second. I yeah. swore he had. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh my god, yeah. I just watched this too. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, what? Anyways, so the video's got six views. It was released on June 15, 2017. So he had the channel about three years at this point. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, okay. Um, and then his most popular video. I always like to cover the most popular. His Stargate Superdrive video, how it went. I think these are Let's ah. Plays. No, they're not. I don't know what I'm doing today, guys. I'm so messed up. I like the Zelda hat. Oh, yeah, it is. Here we go. Look. Here we go. Nope. Nope. It's commentary. (laughs) I don't know why I thought this was a Let's Play. What is wrong with me? Chris is losing it. I am losing it. I watched both of these videos. I was tired. I'm sorry, guys. All right. (laughs) Anyways, so he talked about the Stargate Superdrive. And let's see what kind of comments he's got on this. Any updates two months later? Thanks for making this video. There was no second push recently. However, I was super busy and didn't know about it till it was happening. But as of right now, no real updates other than what happened during this attempt. I'm going to look around and see if I missed anything this weekend. What is this? Did I miss something? <laughs> How did the Stargate Superdrive go on Twitter Friday night, 12 6 19? It was on my birthday and I didn't know about this? What? <laughs> what is this? What is it? Stargate now? I now I gotta look into this. I'm sorry guys. I'm so confused. Oh no, go for it. <laughs> Stargate Super Drives. Oh, so he's oh they're trying to Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right. He's he was a big proponent of a new Stargate show. That's what it was. Oh, I'm okay. totally on board with this. I'm sorry, Zio. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be covering your channel. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what your content was. <laughs> I apologize. I don't even know what what just happened there. Anyways, um, all right, cool. cool was cool, was cool. the Stargate series any good? I I, I remember watching the movie when I enjoyed it. When I enjoyed oh, it. the Stargate but... movie's all right, but the series is really the where the where it shines. The series really? is so different from Actually, the, the movies. The movie, uh, I should say, some of them, yeah, because they used they had MacGyver was Colonel O'Neill. Yes, it was MacGyver. I will say it is a little disheartening the fact that every alien is essentially just a human. 
but uh, <laughs> it, it is interesting. So if you like Star Trek, you'll like Stargate. Stargate not, Atlantis. Don't get me wrong; they're very different, but similar. Stargate Atlantis differentiated from uh, from the everything's a human a lot more than uh, okay. Stargate SG One did. Yeah, I've only seen SG One, so SG One's good. Um, Teal is mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters out there, and he's yeah. an alien. The Goa Wold. Hey, how could you possibly yeah. say they're all humans when that's actually a parasite? Okay, first of all, yeah, it's a human though, man. <laughs> There's a parasite in him. Yes, you, you like, parasite really ever see it. Anyways, anyways, all right, cool. Um, so, Zio, I support you on your Stargate justice, your justice for Stargate. Yeah. Anyways, what do we like about Zio Gaming? And I think we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, and um, I have my opinions, but I'll let you guys jump into it. Just jump right into it, Nathan. Yeah, I really, um, I, I just really like uh, the the style of his commentary and and the sound of his voice is uh, easy to listen mm-hmm. to as well. It's uh, it's not you know it's fairly fairly uh, fairly calm and chilled out as he as he goes through everything, and um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I just think he does a really good job with it. And he doesn't he doesn't put a bunch of gimmicky things in it like you know like with music in the background and a bunch of stuff like that. Like I, I don't think I don't think he would need music in the background of his videos to enhance i don't think that would enhance it in any way mm-hmm. yeah you, you wouldn't believe how many times i get suggested for our podcast like what are we not entertaining enough for you yeah. <laughs> 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 all right well you go ahead jump right into it yeah so i really like uh, nathan was saying i really get commentary i like his angle of his camera because i don't know it is it's, i don't know if he's going for it but it kind of adds a little bit of levity to to whatever gaming news he's giving I enjoy that because you get you get a look at the camera every once in a while. It's great, um, and I don't know. I like his delivery. I like just the structure, uh, overall structure to his videos. Um, and I actually had some comments on what I think he could do better. If we're getting into that section yet, that'll be next. I haven't talked yet. Well, okay, you don't get to talk, Chris. I don't get to talk. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, you know, no. But overall, fine. I really, really like his stuff. So what I'm going to say next is very nitpicky. Go on. I love how he goes. Let's just get right into it. And throws up his coffee. Yeah, I like that too. Right oh, yeah. yeah, I also yeah, like the way he says. I also it just, like it feels like I'm talking coffee. to him. It honestly yeah. feels like I'm talking to him. Like he, it feels like a person. Yeah. That and I've already talked to him in person, but not in person on, on Skype. But anyways, um, I've already talked to him, so I know that he's a very, very, very sociable and nice guy, mm-hmm. and very easy to talk to. But in general. He's just, it feels like I'm having a conversation with a friend when I pull up one of his videos and he starts talking. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I do like the fact he clearly knows what he's talking about, too. I, even when we had him on for that one week, yeah. uh, we were talking about something, some nonsense stuff. And he was like, all right, guys, let's get back to topic. And he starts like listing all the facts that we weren't covering. <laughs> wow, he's more prepared than we are right now. Yeah, yeah he's, um, <laughs> he's a straight facts guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's really good yeah. about it. Um, and he can banter, you know, he's definitely can banter around a little bit, but mm-hmm. he is definitely, he knows what he's talking about. He doesn't come in unprepared yeah. ever, which is why if he's not prepared, Ooh. unlike us, he just doesn't release a video that day. <laughs> Cause I yeah, saw it on yeah. Twitter the other day. He's yeah. like, guys, it's going to be a couple days and then I'll release another video. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, I also so like just... when he tells me to get a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Go get your <laughs> coffee. Grab your coffee. Anyways, grab um, your coffee, and we're gonna get into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we can get into the not so nice things. Well, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. unnice or rude or anything. All right, yeah. let's just keep this civil, guys. What <laughs> stuff can he improve on his channel? 
Um, I think one thing that um, I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's a technical issue in settings or if it's a problem with the the microphone itself. But every now and then I notice that the uh, the sound will actually cut out when he's talking. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> and uh, actually. I'll note too. I hope that's not an issue with my headphones. I'll, maybe I'll just put that out there real quick. <laughs> maybe it's not a problem at all. But uh, <laughs> yeah. In which case, if if it is my headphones, then I guess I don't really have anything particular to uh, to pick at. <laughs> well, it, could, it could be what happened to me. Um, I updated my OBS and I wound up with a noise limiter that would like a noise mm-hmm. gate. Essentially, I don't know. If, I don't, I'm not getting into all the technology oh, yes. details. Oh like, but so essentially, like if you, don't if you loud go. Enough. If you go below a certain decibel rating or above a certain decibel rating, the mic throws that that sound out. It's like that, all that digital ones and zeros. Nope, ignore it. Oh, okay. It's possible he has a noise gate on, and he does get kind of quiet sometimes, which I'll get into that in a second. But what is mm-hmm. there anything else you wanted to give him, Nathan? Who, who me or Will? Oh yeah, that, that was pretty much all I had. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Will. Your turn. <laughs> all right. So for me, um, if you go to some examples of his thumbnails. They're all the same. I know, like, yeah, they're all the same. And also, I have a really hard time reading them on mobile, and I usually watch all of my YouTube on mobile. I have a hard time so, reading them on the desktop. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, good. I just, yeah. I don't know if they look better on desktop. Like, this I one looks a lot better, on. the After Zoe Quinn video. Yeah, you that one's fine. That one. The green, the green mm-hmm. is really hard with the white. It's very small yeah. uh, um, font. If you had a darker green, you, you could probably read the white better. Yeah, and I understand yeah, it's like part of his his theme. And he's trying to keep like consistent between Zio gaming and like the the thumbnails. But again, I, I have a really hard time seeing it. And they all look the same, and they're not very like eye catching. And yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe you're if, totally right. Yeah, like maybe, if... and it mm-hmm. wouldn't take him a lot of effort, I think, to improve that. Um, honestly, what would probably work out well for him is if he moved, either made the green bar bigger, and made the artwork a little smaller mm-hmm. i've noticed on youtube one of the things that catches a lot of people's eyes is big font on a thumbnail yeah nobody reads yeah. the actual title of your video they That's look true. at the thumbnail and if they decide the thumbnail is good they click on the video mm-hmm. and then maybe they'll read the title <laughs> the average joe does not it's, care what your title is it's mm-hmm. weird it's very true yeah like uh just as, as a brief side note like uh, perfect example of that uh when game Grumps started messing around with their thumbnails and just like what, what game are they playing you know it's i found that very jarring it's just like <laughs> i could just read the title it's right there but i don't <laughs> <laughs> like we're, i think the krillcast is going to have a major thumbnail update in the near future um, oh yeah i've kind of learned how the thumbnails are are look like generally look better I'm gonna when that happens it'll be called season two of the Krillcast. All right. <laughs> at some point uh, we will be at uh-huh. Krillcast season two. I haven't decided mm-hmm. when Will and I have to discuss, but the thumbnails will change on season two. FYI. Cool. But Zio. Zio is the conversation here. So what he needs to do with his banner is either make the banner bigger and make the font bigger, both, or get rid of the banner and just put font over the images. Sure. And then what you have yeah. to do with that is c- kind of put some shadow behind the font to make the mm-hmm. font stick out. Like a lot of good thumbnails, the letters might be a little crooked or back and forth or anything. Like just a different kind of font, essentially. It sticks out because you're not looking for easy reading fonts when you're trying to get a clickbaity thumbnail, right? <laughs> or yeah. just remove that altogether. You know, he doesn't need the banner there necessarily. If he's talking about GameStop, just put the GameStop artwork, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the artwork without the words might even work better for him. It might, yeah. So either make the words bigger so we can read them or just do the straight artwork. That's my opinion on that. Was that all you had, Will, or did you have something else? No, so speaking of his banners, the actual banner to the channel, right now you have a bunch of retro pictures, which I really like. However, if I was just looking at this, I would think that all you cover are retro games, um, and it does not necessarily capture what you actually are covering. That was a thumbnail. Um, okay. <laughs> all you saw was this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screw you too, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't really necessarily have a suggestion on how to fix that. It's just something that I noticed that's like, oh, it doesn't really gel well with what you're actually covering. It goes with his intro to his videos, which is almost all retro, and his song intro to his videos is like a retro gaming sound, like a 16-bit or 18-bit mm-hmm. sound. Um, but you're right. You would think all he covers is retro gaming based on both his banner and his um, and his intro, really. <laughs> I would think he's a retro gaming channel, and then all of a sudden it's like, Let's talk about yeah. the news and get some. Yeah, it hurts me because I like the intro and I like the banner. But, but it has yeah. nothing to do with his channel. Almost. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're not wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's just the games he likes and maybe he just needs to explain it. Yeah. That's my well, first comment. Well, if that's comment. the case, put Halo on there. <laughs> that's my first comment, actually. Yeah. Zio, get yourself a, cha- uh, tra- cha- a, channel, a channel trailer. If I could, if I could speak okay. properly. Um, okay. I, we have, that's something we have struggled with every single time I've tried to put one out there. Everybody's like, this sucks, or like this is just, <laughs> this doesn't describe your channel at all, or the music's too loud. I can't understand you. So I said, fine, we just won't have a channel trailer. <laughs> but I think it would help his content to have a video of him explaining the channel. Mm-hmm. Like, here's Agreed. what I do. Because when somebody rolls up to this page and they see anime girl with kitten ears, they're like, wait a second. <laughs> what is click. this channel? <laughs> what did I click on? If he had like a video of him just looking at the camera here's my channel here's what i do it doesn't mm. have to be two minutes it could be one minute for all i care just explain explain what you do i you think know. it should be five seconds and he just reads his uh, his about and that's it <laughs> i talk about nerd, t- nerd talk i almost said nerd talk nerd news <laughs> i drink some coffee that was my worst <laughs> impression of zeo ever <laughs> sorry well, zeo. i have done you shame <laughs> i apologize anyways um Definitely go watch the episodes of us with Zio because those were some those are some <laughs> golden episodes. Um, yes. But anyways, yeah, they were great. My comment: I already told you the channel trailer. My other comment is increase the volume of your voice. Um, when I go from somebody else's video to yours, it's jarring how quiet your voice is. Not that your voice sounds bad; it doesn't. Just quiet, up the decibels a little bit. That way. Because people will watch other people's videos before they watch yours, Zio, and after yours. And so if somebody goes from, like, Nathan's to yours or from mm-hmm. ours to yours, they're going from something much louder to something much quieter. And then when they go back to, like, ours and they hear, this is the Krillcast, and their ears are blown off. <laughs> like, yeah. Nope, done for today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's my, like, real comment there. And then maybe... Um, Maybe group them. Uh, I don't know if you've got any playlists on here. Let me double check. You've got a few playlists on here. I would just group um, like similar news topics together because what's really awesome about the YouTube algorithm when it actually works is if you have a bunch of videos grouped together on a playlist, they're more likely to suggest them. It's like if you have a bunch of videos on GameStop, it might be pretty cool to have like a GameStop playlist. Like here's all the times I've talked about GameStop oh, yeah. for the past four years. 
boom. Mm-hmm. Now you can binge through all of Zio's opinions on GameStop. Just a thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so usually at the end of these videos, we start talking about our predictions going forward. Nathan, what's your prediction on Zio's channel? Um, if we're uh, if we're talking about on on YouTube, um, unfortunately, I can see the growth being being uh, being extremely slow because for if if you're not already huge on YouTube, uh, then you tend to just get buried. So it's it's hard to it's hard to get more recognition in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. On on BitChute, however, I th- I think it could be more of a slow burn. Like it, it you know over time, it will just continue to build. Um, as long as he, you know, continues to post and he continues to uh, promote the videos, because um, I, f- I find promoting uh, promoting your videos really does help in in terms of view count on uh, on BitChute. So, oh yeah. Uh, so uh, not for so yeah, I think that's you know, it'll be it'll be a slow burn, but I think he'll continue to grow. How about you, Will? Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. That's basically my prediction as well. I forgot to give my normal. Um, suggestion so i'm gonna give it now i think zeo <laughs> with a couple of good um collaborations could see some really great growth on his channel mm-hmm. he's just got to reach out to the people that cover similar content to himself um like us it was nice doing the collaboration with him and i think mm-hmm. he saw a few new subs after that which was cool i'm glad that when people come on our channel they might get a couple mm-hmm. more subs even if it's like five it's still it's still cool yeah. oh I'm sure glad that, i'm glad that people are able to come on our channel and, and see some growth. Um, mm. the, the type of subscriber growth, not the type of growth Will's thinking about right now. Um, How did he know, Chris? I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> anyways, um, I think Zio's channel will continue to flourish. It'll just take a, it might be a slow burn, like you said. Any type of content like this, like what we do even, commentary, it's a slow burn. Because the longer you exist on the platform, the more eyes will eventually see it. It just might mm-hmm. not be quickly. Yeah. And I think thumbnails, different thumbnails could go a long way for him as far as. Yeah, I think so. So if he can figure out the thumbnail game, because his his titles are fine. GameStop permanently closed. Boom. That's like, that's like clickbait traffic for a title. But then you look (laughs) at this, you look at this uh, thumbnail. I think what he would have done much better with is removing this green banner and just having the ticker tape like closed across yeah. <laughs> oh yeah Boom. tons yeah. of clickbait <laughs> anyways um but I, I think he'll see some growth and on bit shoot as well i think uh 23 subs i don't i think he's just at the tip the tip of what he's going to see on bit shoot if he keeps just the tip <laughs> if he keeps promoting <laughs> his own growth on bit mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways before we get way off just, <laughs> as always i'm chris and i'm will and i'm nathan and we will see you on the next Curlcast. We love you, Zio. This is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Nathan. And today is what? It's Wild Card Wednesday. Yes! <laughs> I love Wild Card Wednesday. It's my favorite one because we can just talk about whatever we want. 
Mm-hmm. So today, because we have a very experienced man on our channel today, thank you. That Chris. was a weird way to say that. <laughs> well, what kind of we... experience are we talking about, Chris? Nathan, tell everybody about your experience on YouTube. So my experience on YouTube, well, um... <clears throat> no, no, I mean about well, your channel. I... About your channel. Oh, okay. This is yeah, your plug. So... This is your plug. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so I post uh, I post predominantly uh, Let's Play videos, and uh, occasionally I'll do something maybe uh, maybe tech related or a movie review. Uh, the occasional game dev vlog. I uh, haven't done one of those in a long time, um, but yeah, that's mostly what I do. Zero I do a seven zero six four zero three seven eight two C two eight E four. Love it. Love your description on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Protocol activated. <laughs> Terminator eyes. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> this channel is over. <laughs> Speaking of laser eyes, go check out our uh, <laughs> Halo MCC on Switch announcement video. <laughs> Definitely go check that out. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. <laughs> Nathan, now you can tell us. Um, what's it been like on YouTube over the past, I don't know, three years or so uh well <clears throat> what i've what i found is that um i personally haven't had uh too much trouble in terms of like videos being taken down and that kind of thing but uh you know i do remember for a time when i fan- when my channel first started i did have monetization i never really earned anything from it but then you know as time started changing i started seeing all the yellow dots starting to appear on every single one of my videos um really even though i don't yeah even though i don't post anything particularly controversial it's i, I mean I, I say i say the naughty words every now and then <laughs> but uh <laughs> um but yeah not really anything much beyond that and then eventually obviously they took monetization away from everybody but i mean the overall experience would be that despite subscribers just subscriber counts going up um and even that has slowed down uh view counts are just pretty well visible my videos just don't get discovered on there um so then after one failed vid, vid me project later i <laughs> ended up on BitChute, <laughs> um yeah. and that's kind of that's kind of like my main platform uh because i get i get a decent amount of views on there and i get actual engagement from people like i don't um i don't just get like you know follow for follow type comments yeah, it's actual right. that's actual annoying. comments yeah, yeah. Ooh, no I they're real comments wrong. Nathan Sifu <laughs> Game IGN. Didn't they work for IGN there, Nathan? That's I could never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sell my soul. No, he's got almost two hundred and twenty subs on on Bitshoot. So you know he's working mm-hmm. uh, working that Bitshoot. Oh, I just I need two more. Come on. <laughs> yeah, let me help you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> two new accounts. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but. Uh... But yeah, with it, with everything kind of going on with uh, with YouTube, that was what kind of got me on board uh, jumping on uh, multiple platforms. Because you know, while BitChute is fantastic and everything, and I and I, I love posting stuff on there, you never know if something bad, if the unthinkable could happen, and it and it goes under for some reason. So I I've you know posted on a number of other platforms as well. So I think I think the big the big talking point here, and Will doesn't really have a lot to say about this, but um, <laughs> if YouTube decides they don't like your content, or if YouTube decides you're not really uh, monetizable, or mm-hmm. let's just say 
up in tomorrow, YouTube says, you know what? We're only going to have trusted sources and our already established partners be monetized on this platform. Mm -hmm. And the rest of you just, you know, forget you. Then, boom, all of your content is gone and you don't have a backup platform. So at the very least, these alternative platforms are a great way to back up like both your subscribers and your videos so that if Mm -hmm. people still want to watch your content, it still exists somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, well, I have stuff to say about that. I think what YouTube is doing right now is ridiculous. Um, They're taking a platform and they're starting to publish. Same thing is happening on Facebook and Twitter where uh, they're picking and choosing what is considered acceptable content. Just like what's happening right now, there's a certain event happening in the world. (laughs) And if you even mention it, you get flagged. And only reliable um, sources are allowed to talk about it. Yeah, well, the thing is, what reliable. is reliable sources? It, I mean, in this day and age. Established sources. I mean, I'm sorry. Established sources. Okay, that's yeah. kind of ridiculous because, I mean, we should have the option to A, say, and B, also make the mistake of clicking on a video and believing someone on uh, – <laughs> I mean, they're, the, the average Joe right now probably knows about the same amount as these established news sources on that particular topic. Oh, I, I totally agree. It, it doesn't seem like anybody really has a, a deep understanding of what is going on. I see mm-hmm. magazines in, like, Lowe's that are talking about it, and it says, find out the truth. And I'm like, this is more clickbaity than the YouTube videos I watched that were demonetized <laughs> for the same reason this magazine shouldn't exist. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. just... It's so ridiculous so and for the advertiser friendly thing i brought this up in a previous video where they should just have advertisers select what uh demographic that they think their product applies to and then a youtuber also can you can see who's watching those videos um you know just match up that the videos that has the same demographic as what the advertiser wants or, i solved the whole problem or just have like the the creators if they don't think an advertisement should be shown on their video, let them disable that particular advertisement yeah. from being on their video. You know what I mean? Like, let's just say, yeah. for example, they're showing women's jewelry for our channel. Does that make any sense? It does if I'm getting paid. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, if it's a Bioshock on the Switch commercial mm-hmm. on our Monday episode, that makes complete sense. But Yeah. Or if, or if you know, if you're like a, if, you do, you know, kids shows on your channel, you know, how about you don't show ads for horror movies? Or Viagra. Or Viagra, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, well, it goes for the same, like the demographic, you know who's watching the videos. So, um, I I mean, we already have to wait to a certain, like, growth period on the channel to begin with. So a certain number, very funny, don't don't smile about that. Um, So you have to have a certain number of views, a certain number of subscribers anyway, so you already know at that point what your demographic is. Yes, yes, we do. So yeah. I think that's the one thing that's preventing all of these viable alternative platforms from flourishing is the lack of good monetization options. Because even BitChute yeah. has like, they have got the subscribe star plug. They've got several forms of cryptocurrency. They've got several uh, alternative Patreon options besides subscribe star. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. how those work. I've avoided them like the plague because I don't trust anybody <laughs> with my credit card information that's not established. Like subscribes yeah. are and Patreon are, um, but and I also don't trust cryptocurrency, so I'm gonna avoid that like the plague. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, but I think that's what's missing. Like even library, they've got their so 
the thing about library, and everybody needs to keep this in mind, the currency currently being promoted in library is some kind of like in-house currency developed by library.com, library.t, whatever they are. Um, and that cryptocurrency yeah. doesn't have a set limit. So it's basically like fiat right. cryptocurrency. They can just one day decide, we want another million whatever mm-hmm. the library currency is. Whereas like just... Bitcoin has a finite amount. Right. And that's a big difference. Like library can keep printing their funny money on the digital market until they've until, until it becomes forever, completely right? worthless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't really buy into that being a good monetization option. I don't think that's quite right. Uh, and they keep handing it out like candy. Every time I log in, here's a hundred new whatever the I yeah. Name of it. And I'm just like, where am I getting these hundreds and hundreds of coins from? Like this is just weird. Well, yeah. What's what's this backed by? You know, yeah, like mm-hmm. are people donating this to me? Nope. I'm getting it for achievements. What achievements? Oh, you've uploaded a hundred videos. Well, anybody can do that. Yep. Like, yeah. So it's like yeah, exactly. This is just funny money. It's like neocurrency. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think. I th- that's not oh, a good sorry, monetization no. option. And I think BitChute has it much better than a lot of the other companies do as far as their monetization goes. Because you go to, like, your channel, tip or pledge, click it, boom. You've got, like, a bunch of options. PayPal yeah. directly, Subscribestar. I don't know what these two are. <laughs> you might want, Maybe you can <laughs> tell me what they are. Uh, Bitbacker is kind of like a thing where it uh, you can embed, like, a like a stream link in it, like, so say, a YouTube stream. And uh, it's like super chats, but with Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Uh, that that kind of thing. Um, I I did grab that ahead of time. I haven't really done anything with it because um, okay. I've done a ton of stuff with cryptocurrency. And then coin payments is just it's like this it's this this mega uh, cryptocurrency place that that you have all kinds of options for for different cryptos. Uh, again, I don't really do a whole lot with cryptocurrency, but there are a few options there. How has Subscribestar been for you? uh well i don't have any so it's uh, (laughs) but at the same time i i haven't really promoted it at all i think this is this might actually be the first one of the first times that i've ever talked oh no it would be the first time to talk about it publicly yeah that i have one but yeah i don't i don't really flaunt it particularly often um and just for example uh the biggest thing bitshoot is doing which is really cool is they're crowdsourcing their funds so every time they hit Mm -hmm. one of their goals they add another feature to the site so right now, yeah. they've got their basic infrastructure funded. They've got their basic operations team funded. They've got a basic support team funded. They've got a basic development team funded. And as they keep going up, I think when they hit 60%, that's when that additional support team member comes in. Um, and they got additional things, like improved infrastructure. And then they can... They, <laughs> I love this one. Management can get paid. Management can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a really good model because it's... It might be a lot harder to 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 get something going on, uh, you know, so, you know, something that's supported by the by the public. But it's got a lot. It's got a lot more backbone that way because there is not going to there's no, not going to be an adpocalypse with BitChute because the people who are funding it are the ones who are using it. Right. You it's know, like, on, it's on, like, like if Netflix was all crowdsourced, right? Yeah. And the creators were all crowdsourced. Versus right now, Netflix is a stock traded on the open market, and their profitability is completely driving what they do. BitChute, if it's entirely crowdsourced, can do whatever the crowd wants to do with it, right? So if all of us are uploading to BitChute, 
and we're doing what we want to do and people are enjoying our content they can sub they can subscribe to BitChute. there's like a monthly subscribe star fee you can pay i'm probably going to eventually do it um, because i want to have a second channel i want to be able to put krillcast plus on BitChute, which we don't currently mm -hmm. have oh yeah yeah that'd be um, cool i also maybe i would jump to the 20 dollars tier if we started making money and put krillcast clips on there too because we're about to have a um Joe Rogan experienced Krillcast clips <laughs> at some yeah. point when we decide what to do with that. Um, but in general, it's, it's really neat that they have this set up this way. Um, because if, like you said, they hit that goal and they consistently hit that goal, that's a self-funded website. Yeah, which is, which is amazing. I, I, know that, I know that BitChute uh, has been talking to various uh, adver advertising agencies try, trying to get some ads on the site. Beta and they, they do... Yeah, and they do have some. Um, and the, the fundamental difference there, and to me this just sounds like a management problem, uh, YouTube never made it clear to their advertisers that it's not an endorsement of the video itself. That's all that had to be established, and maybe we never would have had an adpocalypse. In the first place, yeah. In the first yeah. place, yeah. But there again, you know, where so much of it is, you know, funded by users, it's got, it's got backbone. If all the advertisers pull out of YouTube, YouTube's finished. It's got yeah. nothing. That's true. Yeah. Although, well, they've got Google, but at Google money. But, well, I mean, yeah. But I mean, at, mm -hmm. at some point, at some point, YouTube uh, will get dropped by Google because their model isn't sustainable. I mean, seriously, what what are the new upcoming stars on YouTube? There aren't any. That's a that's a fact. You're right. I mean, yeah. The one. It, so when the famous ones that are left now, YouTube, it would be a big deal. Yeah, but like like all the famous ones now, once they retire, who's left? There isn't anybody new. And they're not promoting <laughs> new people. No. Well, they kind of they kind of are. They've got some new people, but they're all like, it's like they're um, staged almost. How how it feels like like there's some oh, yeah. creators that come oh, up yeah. out of nowhere, and these new categories are created, and boom, that creator is sent to new heights you've never seen. It's like whoa. <laughs> so I, what I want to do right now is I want to list off all of the alternative sites, all the quote unquote viable alternative sites that we know of. Mm -hmm. um, one of them being Library LBRY.TV. I'm still doing some background research on that. I'm not sure if I would suggest that to people yet, but um, it seems like a <laughs> relatively it, it exists and it's not falling apart. I just don't mm -hmm. trust their monetization methods or the origin of the company, which I'm still looking into. Um, right. Bitchute. Nathan, uh, why don't you talk about your favorite platform? Uh, my my favorite platform would have to be uh, would have to be uh, Bitchute because if it's uh, you know it's viability and there's uh, it's just it's growing at an increasing rate and there's lots of great uh, 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 creators that are on there now you know it's it's uh, it was dominated it, it still is dominated by po politics but we're seeing a lot more entertainment come into it which is great. Um, I will say I think that um, the recent uh, pushes for gaming on the platform have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, those have been fantastic. Um, and then yeah, so then I'm on another uh, uh, some other places like I, I'm also on on Library. Um, Fruit Lab is really great. It's uh, got the it's got uh, pretty well the best uh, uh, monetization system that I've ever seen. Because uh, they you get points for for you know ads on your videos and stuff. And I joined late October, and my goodness, I think I, I mean I, I've accumulated quite a bit by now and you can basically exchange your points for uh for gift cards and the two best ones in my opinion on there are the uh, the 20 dollars nintendo eShop cards or just the straight up uh prepaid visas which you, you search in, uh hey search um is there no search oh here we go <laughs> i was like oh, okay no search bar. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, the um, oh, it's probably because the space is in the name. Oh, so this doesn't have a really good search engine yet. Yeah, yeah, the, the search engine is probably pretty shoddy. And for the same reasons that I would give uh, BitChute a pass on certain little technical hiccups uh, like that, um, I kind of give them a pass as well, just because you know I know that they're new. And, you know, they're not backed by Alphabet. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, alphabet Soup? No. Um, alphabet Soup. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if, uh, if you make gaming videos, uh, even, like even you guys, I, I would suggest uh, jumping on here and, and posting your videos. Um, the one thing that I would suggest is that uh, even though you have the ability to upload it as, like, unlisted, you, sh- you should upload it and then release it right away. For some reason, that seems to generate a lot more traffic. I think... Uh, I think maybe it goes by the upload time rather than release time, which maybe is something that they could fix. But mm, but so uh, it's buried if you wait. So like I would have to upload these exactly. daily because mm-hmm. right now exactly. I just I just upload everything and then release it as it goes. Like BitChute usually gets released about six hours before YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so I'm on a few other ones. Like I'm also on CGN, which is a really great uh, platform as well. Who's actually they're they're about to open up uh, BitChute and Fruit Lab uh, and Library embeds on their site, so it won't be just YouTube embeds. Um, they don't actually host the videos themselves. Um, but yeah, we it's, are on it's CGN. Really... I've never used it though. Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's it's a great platform, and the guy who runs it's a really nice guy. Um, I have messaged the uh, the maker of CGN actually a couple times. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's see a great can, guy. See if we can find us on here. Whoa, do you see that? Look at that. I wonder if it's my computer or if it's CGN filling in the blanks here. Oh, I wonder. Nope, it's definitely, it's definitely my computer. Oh like, yeah, because I yes. shouted you guys in those videos. That's where it came from. I was like, hmm, what's going on? Anyways, um, oh here you go. Colin the bear shouted us out too. See, you can find us. It's got the old. You can tell I haven't touched this in a long time because it's got the old. Yeah, the old oh one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, but uh, yeah, and then aside from that, for uh, for video posting, I also post videos on uh, on DTube. Um, they they recently made a change recently uh, where the the uploader is a little funny. The the uploader's always been a little bit funny with DTube. It's it definitely has its fair share of you know technical hiccups. Um, <laughs> But uh, you can, you can just embed YouTube videos uh, on there, which is actually kind of the easiest option right now. So that's that's what I'm doing for the time being. But I'm hoping that that'll open up to to live right? Uh oh, it's D dot tube. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what is it, Nathan C four HD? It's probably got a string. It's probably got a query string in there. It's really probably really weird. But you can get at the tap my bio link. <laughs> Always plugging that tap my bio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tap that bio. Tap that biology. Uh, I mean biography. <laughs> Let's see. You know, if we dance around these words nice enough, YouTube won't notice. Um, <laughs> let's see. We'll find your DTube. We'll find your, your That just sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find your DTube. <laughs> what kind of website is this? <laughs> all right let's see but yeah they're they're backed by the steam at blockchain i did um, know that for some reason holy yeah. cow nine hundred nine thousand one point what is this actually i i'll be honest i actually don't know what those numbers mean 
uh, because they don't seem to be in relation to the video. Like, I don't have 2.8 million likes on that video. I was going to say, holy so, cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's so, yeah, I'm not really sure what that's all about. So, yeah, there's, there's a few anomalies. It's, I'd say my biggest complaint about DTube is that um, it's a learning curve to to use it and to sign up with it. Actually, they may have changed the sign up process to be a bit easier. I'm not sure. I'm not no, really the sign up sure. process was a mess. I signed up for it in December. Okay. and I still haven't used it. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's kind of the problem. And now and now with the new Steam uploader, it was it's a like pain in the butt to sign up for because you have to sign mm-hmm. up for Steam it and the DTube, and then you go back and you have to verify both. And I'm like. This is too much work. I'm not doing this. Well, exactly, and and that's what most people would say, and that's kind of the problem there. Um, but I I kept I kept with it. I stuck with it just in the interest of having alternates and having having competitors to YouTube. Um, and I think that's all the places I mentioned. I did mention library. I think that's all the places that I upload to, and then I do mm. um, I do stream on uh, Twitch Mixer and DLive. Yeah, I like DLive. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I don't know for for some reason D Live. I just haven't had a ton of luck with. I I get maybe one viewer on there like every two to three months in my streams, and oh, I'll, yeah. uh, don't go to DLive.com because you find this guy every <laughs> single time. What? What is that? Is I don't know. I've done this like four times now in the last like month. Every time. That's so funny. <laughs> but um Oh man. And you can see we're I'm, on we're on D Live as well. I don't think we ever used it, but we have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I guess that's kind of my biggest problem with it is just the fact that I, I there there doesn't seem to be any discoverability for, for people like me. Like I just my streams never get noticed. Um but I'm sure otherwise it is, you know, functionally a good platform. Uh little known fact though, a little bit of dirt. They used to be the live streaming service on DTube. Uh, really? but yeah, but they pulled out and I don't know all the details, but I guess the people in the Steemit community the Steemit uh community are really not happy with uh with DLive for for pulling out. Like I guess from what I understand the way they did it was scummy. I'm not really sure why. Like pulling but, the rug uh, out from under him, like see you later, DTube. Kinda, yeah, because now because now you can't live stream on DTube. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that made a lot of people in Steam it. Uh, oh, thank you for the follow. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the deal on that. Um, yeah, I'm sure I would enjoy it a lot more if I just had better discovery. But uh, but yeah, I mean, try it. Maybe you'll have better luck than I did. I found a video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure if I can do that. You used to be able to upload videos on there. Um, I'm not sure if I still can. It's been a while since I've tried. Let's see. It says, yeah. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I've never used this, so I really don't know how to do this. Yeah. I also don't know how to hook it into OBS, so. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, really? I've never used the Restream bot, right? Yeah, I use yeah I use Restream.io I so that I can use stream that. I'm, free. I'm gonna have to set that up because if we ever try to live stream, I want to be able to put it everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. There's no, there's no. <laughs> I mean, when you have the ability, like unless you want to be a Twitch affiliate, uh, there really is no reason to not stream to as many platforms as you can because because then you can open up a chat window and there's the comments from all three platforms right there. Yeah, that would be that would be super um, convenient. That's what I would like. It, it is. It is. There's even a little icon that shows uh, that shows you what platform they're commenting from. So you, yeah, um, I saw that. 
Yeah, which is really really nice. I was watching Podtacular the other day, um, which Will probably knows them better than I do. But uh, (laughs) I gave them a bunch of shout-outs. We actually, uh, uh, what is it, restreaming on Twitch? What is it? Um, what is it called when you stream somebody else's thing on your channel? Oh, hosting. Hosting. We hosted Podtacular. Yeah. They, they thanked us for it. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then they were going to invite us on to some giant Halo podcast they were having. But they asked me, are you guys a Halo like a Halo Majority content channel? I said, no, not really. And they're like, oh, never mind. When you guys decide to become a Halo Majority content, just <laughs> contact us then. I was like, you screwed up, Chris. You guys. Like, of, I mean, of course we're not. We're not like a Master Chief logo. We're a dang shrimp. We're a krill. Like, yeah. What does that have to do with Halo? But that krill lives on a Halo ring. So <laughs> no, it doesn't. no, it doesn't. Build a krill has a whole backstory. And we'll oh. invent, invent it one of these days. Um, so you said you wanted to make a Jill the Krill shirt. Well, we already have Jill the Krill. She's the Krillcast Plus logo. Oh. <laughs> True. I've been telling you this for months now. You just never seem to pay attention. Anyways. That's the first time you've said that. Um, I almost <laughs> forgot there is one other video platform that I post to called uh, BitTube.tv. Oh, yeah. I've mm-hmm. heard of that one. Yeah. They they underwent a lot of changes. Like, at first they were Bit.tube, and then it just got totally spammed and exploited because you were able to earn the cryptocurrency just by watch time. So people were just uploading hours of just junk uh, <laughs> for people to just watch mindlessly or just watch and then minimize um and so they they kind of they almost went over like a like a like a rebranding and now they're now their site's quite a bit different um what's neat about this one is that you can upload pictures and stuff to it too like you can you can ho- post pictures and uh and audio as well so it doesn't have to be just videos and uh i haven't tried it but they do have live streaming capabilities it seems like if you want your website to succeed you have to have live streaming at this point which bits yeah. is working on um, yeah, and and man, I want to try and and stream on BitChute day one as soon as that that's available. Oh, yeah. I might not even I might not even add it to Restream.io right away. I might just do just do like okay, I'm streaming on BitChute, BitChute, BitChute. Streaming on the BitChute tonight. Well, when YouTube, when you now we know what word to use when YouTube eventually mm. demonetizes everything that says BitChute. BitChute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> We'll call it boot shoot. I mean, I, I had all right. That is my one comment for boot shoot. They had to know what they were doing when they named it bit shoot and what it sounds like because I don't know how you would make that up and not realize this is what it sounds like when you plug it into the Google. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah. This is what it auto captions to. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> Every time I say it and it Google auto captions it, you know exactly what words it forms in its mm-hmm. captions. <laughs> Yeah, so we also upload our videos on bit shoot. It's like a laundry shoot, <laughs> not like a gun shoot. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So we, we've played around with that, how to how to make it say it correctly. But basically, unless mm-hmm. you want to go in and type your own captions, it always comes up the wrong way. But other than that, I think bit shoot is really cool. Absolutely. Great. And as far as platforms go, we're actually very successful on there, even versus our YouTube channel. I think Nathan can mm-hmm. attest to this as well. Definitely. Um, yeah. I think my ultimate opinion on this is if you're not already on BitChute and your YouTube channel is going nowhere, what the heck just happened here? Um, go to <laughs> BitChute. We need to normalize this website because right now it's a lot of crazy people and then some normal people. <laughs> And yeah, the website could do the, a lot better if more normal people came on there. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. The, the more 
the more the more that we have on, the more it, the more it's better. <laughs> You're talking as well as I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> currently, we have 68 subs on our Bit Shoot channel, and it says we have 21,676 views. If you go to our YouTube channel, um, I didn't know it was auto playing. Sweet, got some watch time on this sub. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we've only crossed over 12,000 views. Where's the views? Oh, here we go. Yeah, we're only at 12,000 views, and we have, like, what? <laughs> Four times the amount of subscribers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same here. It's I have uh, my BitChute sub count is, is half the count, you know, less than half than it is on YouTube, and yet my my view counts are far more, far more. Mm-hmm. I get I get way more views, way more likes, way more comments. Like, all of it is is more. Yeah, it's been pretty. It's been pretty crazy. It's a cool ride on mm-hmm. BitChute, and if you mm-hmm. share your videos, unlike YouTube Gaming, which is basically a dead retweet account for massive creators <laughs> like CNN, Fox News, PewDiePie, people that YouTube <laughs> favors in the current state mm-hmm. of things, um, <laughs> unless you're one of those, YouTube Gaming is a is a silent silent shark ready to eat your channel alive and not yeah. hurt you at all. Um, yeah. If BitChute yeah. Gaming, on the other hand, retweets almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And occasionally yeah, yeah. they comment, too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But they'll get involved in the conversation sometimes. Yeah, yeah, which is really nice. <laughs> now, regard- now, what I'll also add on top of that is regardless of alternate platforms, whether you prefer uh, BitChute or, or, or BitTube or whatever it is that you prefer, if you upload just to youtube you should definitely not do that you should <laughs> definitely not only upload to youtube you should mm-hmm. have an alternate because yeah, with with youtube it is a matter of time it really is there's a good chance no one is safe nobody in the future there's a good chance unless you're making like rinky dink um completely uh youtube friendly content let's call it that um, mm-hmm. whatever that is you're, you're <laughs> yeah. probably not going to be successful on YouTube. It takes a fluke to be successful on YouTube. On these mm-hmm. fledgling brand new platforms, it takes, you know, it takes a good channel. And that's the truth because yeah. these are smaller websites with less creators on them. And the more you put into them, the more you will get out of them. And the yeah, more yeah, you put you into it, the more likely more people will put into it. And the more people on it, the better for you. Yeah, you're not going to be algorithmically devote, demoted. No. And this is yeah. like a straight the, the trending on BitChute. Once they get it down, down, um, it'll be even better. But right now, essentially, it's just straight views. There's no like hampering mm-hmm. of like I've seen some, I've seen some pretty out there stuff on the trending. <laughs> and well, you yeah. know that if it was yeah. on YouTube, <laughs> that stuff would be slashed out of there. But yeah, definitely, the popularity drives the trending page on BitChute, not the other mm-hmm. way around. The trending page doesn't drive the popularity. The popularity drives the trending page, which is yeah, the way absolutely. you want YouTube to operate, but it isn't the way YouTube operates. Mm-hmm. So definitely go and sub the Krillcast on BitChute. Go sub Nathan Sifu on BitChute. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, let us become the PewDiePies of and the quarterings of BitChute. 
Yeah. Even though somebody's already created PewDiePie re-uploads, I have no idea who did it, but <laughs> I hate you. Keep PewDiePie off this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> PewDiePie, you're welcome to come join us. If you ever watch our mm-hmm. videos, please make sure you comment, what's up, my gamer, like you did for the quartering on his live stream. <laughs> Plug and, us all. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Get us all labeled alt-right, just like... <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> Hit Peace is your I best chance of that. success on YouTube. Yeah, that is that is not that is not untruthful. Hit Peace is well, like honestly, if somebody ever had made a video called The Curlcast Exposed, I would comment on it all the time. I would literally <laughs> yeah. just I would spend like every day checking the video and be like, all right, how many how many people are looking at this video? All right, let's see if they subscribe to our channel. No. <laughs> no, here's the thing: no news is bad news for popularity. All right, mm-hmm. being infamous not always a bad thing. But we probably won't be because we never ever dabble in like the highly controversial or anything. Hey, I can do it right now. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be like Xbox, good, PlayStation, bad. (laughs) Oh, wait, you've already done that like a hundred (laughs) times. Anyways. He's doing it on his hat right now. I think the moral of the story, the moral of the story here, Mm. if you're only doing YouTube, you should probably investigate one of these other platforms. Definitely. And just as a backup option, even if you don't plan to use it as your primary, definitely have a backup channel somewhere else in case you ever get booted off the platform. And same goes for if you're only doing primarily one other platform. If you're not doing YouTube and you're doing just like BitChute or just Library or just VidMe or (laughs) (laughs) Fruit Lab. Post somewhere else too. Don't just rely on. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you do that, you're the one that's going to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, I don't, I don't, foresee, I don't foresee anything bad happening to Bitshoot, But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, and then if all those videos are gone, on, but it's all gone. Based on what I understand, yep. um, the backup of Bitshoot um, can't necessarily be shut down. Uh, the front end servers can be and it would make it extremely difficult to get to a lot of the videos but in Mm -hmm. the background they have this spread out blockchain network that's servicing all these videos so you could still find the videos if you knew what you were doing and recompile the website using the blockchain technology but there is a front-end server just like youtube which (laughs) allows the streaming the streaming of the videos to happen essentially at the click of a button you know, with blockchain right, yeah. technology, you could recompile the website and the servers, but you wouldn't want to. F- you wouldn't want to f- rely on that for everyday use. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, and then yeah. they have no, cloud- I- they have Cloudflare protection, uh, cloud Cloudflare cloud, whatever it is, um, <laughs> to prevent DDoS attacks. Which is, if you don't remember, it took down the PlayStation Network. So DDoS yes, will not yeah. affect BitChute. All right, well, in conclusion, anybody have anything else to say? Yeah, I think that pretty well wraps it up. Um, Maybe the only thing I'd say is maybe even consider a third. Consider a third, you know, in case, you know, you're sick of YouTube and you want an alternative, but you're afraid that alternative could go down, down, you know? Have have, have three. (laughs) And and if you want to have an audio-only podcast, the only website I can possibly recommend to you Anchor.fm. That is literally the best audio-only website I have ever used in my life. I've heard good stuff about Anchor. And uh, SoundCloud can't even compete. 
because SoundCloud will give you three hours for free, and then you got to start paying. So SoundCloud, oh, I, I don't like that. Oh man, you guys need really? to fix yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Anchor FM is essentially the YouTube of podcasting. Anybody can upload in, in, their content. in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Like what YouTube <laughs> was when it first came out, free yeah, for everybody yeah. to use. Monetization is easier on Anchor than it is on any of these video websites. They really? give you your first ad wow. for free. Well, like, oh, wow. I haven't used it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should consider that Zoe. Or Zo- Zo- Zoe. I, um, I said it wrong. Zio. Zio. He, he's already doing it. He's already doing <laughs> it. Zoe. <laughs> oh my gosh. I apologize. With that being, all right, we're done. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will see you. And I'm Nathan. (laughs) And we will see you. Thanks, Curlcast. You're now live with the kill Krillcast. Yeah, we were streaming for a second there. That was Mm -hmm. next. Oh, this is the Krillcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. I'm Nathan. And uh, that's it. See you guys later. No, I'm just kidding. Today's (laughs) Throwback Thursday. And today we're going to be talking about a game that has got some recognition. You know, Metal Jesus has talked about it before. Whether, you know, however you feel about that guy, he's done a lot of historically. uh, historical coverage of games like this where they've mm-hmm. had very little fanfare and people didn't really know what they were this is the um, episode about the misadventures of Tron Bond Tron Bond I had never heard of until I think metal, I think the first time I heard of it was because yeah, Metal Jesus, same here. to be totally honest it, it sounds like a really weird mispronunciation of John Tron <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like James Bond but hey you know, <laughs> the misadventures of Jimmy Bond or something like that I don't know Tron Bond <laughs> Anyways, so, I mean, <clears throat> this is a game that Capcom released years ago now at this point on the PlayStation 1, and it didn't do nearly as well as its counterpart, Mega Man, and it's probably because there wasn't a whole lot of name recognition given to this mm-hmm. game, based upon the fact that it was called The Misadventures of Tron Bond with no Mega Man branding whatsoever. Yeah, so here's also, some that's a long title. It doesn't sound nearly as cool as Mega Man either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Here, here's some yeah, facts. Massive title. This game was originally released 20 years ago on April 30th, 2000 in North America for the PS1. It's probably the least recognizable Mega Man spinoff ever. Mostly because I didn't even know this was a Mega Man game or a yeah, spinoff of a Mega Man game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm seeing nothing Mega Man related right now. No. So the game yeah. is part of the Mega Man Legends series, which is in Japan, let's get this title, the <laughs> Rockman Dash series, whatever the heck that is. Oh, wow. Holy jumpins. <laughs> it is also a prequel and spinoff of the first Legends game. So it's a prequel to the first Mega Man Legends game, which is 
<laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> rather than focusing on the heroic protagonist of the Mega Man Legends series, this game follows an anti-hero named Tron Bon, the sister of the criminal Bon family of air pirates. So already this has gotten into, like, deep-seated lore for a game where there's not a lot of interest in deep-seated lore. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> did this character not appear in the games? Uh, I don't. I know that the family of this character appeared in the games. I don't know for a fact if this character was in or out. What, what was the pitch meaning like yeah. for this? It's like, we're going to create this new character no one's heard of. It's related to another character. I can tell people... you what this is. The, this was a promotion. So in the PS1 days, Sony did not understand, with Capcom included, what audience sure. bought the PS1. Was it a primarily male or female audience? and what types of games they like. This was their attempt to capture a female audience in a Mega Man setting. Mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> that's my best what I can make out of this from what I've read. And I read extensively on this at one point in time. All right, so what <laughs> yeah, I want to talk it's... about is um, I want to discuss a game like this being a spinoff of a wildly popular series like Mega Man <laughs> and how it greatly appears to be different from most of the franchise and how it's represented um, I can see some Mega Man art style here. Definitely see the art style. But overall, like, what were they thinking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what were they thinking? Pretty much. Yeah, no, I don't think they were thinking is the answer to that question. I almost feel like this game wasn't meant to be a Mega Man series game. And at the last minute they said, you know Well, they refitted it. Let's just make this a Mega Man series game. Yeah, like Star Fox uh, Adventures. Yeah, it could exactly. be. Is that um, how would happen with Star Fox Adventures? Yeah, it was meant to be like a game called Dinosaur Planet or something. Something like and that. And then yeah. they just changed it to to, to Fox McCloud. Yeah, they mm-hmm. said that the main character looked enough like Fox McCloud. They're like, you know what? With minor visual overhaul, this can be a Star Fox game. I never knew that. Yeah, that's I feel like that game when I was younger. <laughs> it's cool, but it's basically like if you cross Star Wars, not Star Wars, Star Fox and Zelda. Yeah. That's how it felt to me anyway. Um, so I mean like what do you guys think like looking at this game it doesn't feel like a Mega Man game when you like even when you load it up it doesn't feel like a Mega Man game no it doesn't no it doesn't have like uh, even just from the little that I've seen from from Mega Man Legends like it just it even seems like it's even a departure from that like it's got some good styling of the Mega Man Legends games yeah, maybe a similar font on the title screen, but other than that, I would have no idea that this was a Mega Man game. And if it, that's the audience you're trying to capture, then obviously that, the missed that robot mark. in the middle of the screen almost looks like a Sonic Heroes robot that you're going to fight on the Sonic Heroes game. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. I they have know. some Lego people. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really, really look like Lego people. <laughs> the, Lego, the Lego people that you're seeing there are also in Dead Rising. Hmm. They what? Got the, yeah, it is. Um, if you play the first one, if you go into the toy shop in the mall, you can wear the little helmets that they're wearing in this show. It's like a Capcom oh, no thing. way. Yeah. yeah. Dead Rising's Capcom. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's also why you can get the Mega Man Blaster in Dead Rising. No, that makes sense. Okay. But yeah, no, yeah. Um, but I yeah, have to I... say, the Tron Bond, the chick that's the represented as Tron Bond, I, I just don't feel like this is a Mega Man game. No, not at all. 
So it doesn't look like a Mega Man. It looks, it's got the art style, but it doesn't really feel like or look like a Mega Man game. It wasn't marketed as a Mega Man game. And yet it's part of the Mega Man Legends series. You would have thought Capcom would have marched out with pomp and circumstance. This is the prequel to the Mega Man Legends series. Boom. Mm -hmm. And you'd think the sales would go up, right? Could have just, the the whole title of the game could have been Mega Man Legends Adventures of Trombon. Also, so far, this looks like garbage. (laughs) I haven't heard a lot of good things about this. I mean, I think Metal Jesus said it was semi-enjoyable. But, um... I th- and I, I heard in another video that it's uh, it has like maybe a, th- a third of the action that um, that Mega Man mm-hmm. Legends has. So far, I haven't I've seen a lot of like cutscenes and not a lot of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah like when's the game start? <laughs> hey, look, there's a game. Oh, yeah. oh there we go. But yeah, it it really comes across to me like the marketing was poor for this, and it doesn't feel like the rest of the series it's part of. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of bizarro why it's a Mega Man game in the first place, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think this game could have been more successful with a better understanding to the market um, that it was actually a Mega Man Legends game? Yes. I mean, I think that you can say that for basically any kind of game in any genre to understand oh, so the market Breath better. If Breath of the Wild was called Mega Man, Breath of the Wild, it would be better. You said anything. <laughs> Yeah, you mean, you I mean, mean anything Mega Man related? No, I, I meant as far as like understanding the marketplace and knowing who you're oh, actually okay. advertising to. Yes. Because you, the way you um, answered yeah. the question made it sound like if you no, just no, put no, Mega no. Man in the subtitle, boom. No, you put, <laughs> full disclosure, you put Mega Man in the title, I'm not going to buy the game. <laughs> but <laughs> I digress. Um, I just insulted a bunch of people. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, they obviously didn't know what they're doing. I think you're on to something that this was meant to be a different game, and then last minute they decided to put it in the same universe because they don't even like the title has nothing to do with it. The art style sort of, I guess, kind of does, but um, there's no mention of Mega Man. Is there a Meg? Do they actually like have Mega Man cameo or anything in this game? Do you know? I actually don't know. I didn't look into that particular part of the game. I'm just I curious if. <laughs> they just changed the character's name to Trombon, and that's all they did. Oh, here we go. Here's the Mega Man connection right here. Oh, never mind. That's women. That's not Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if they, I think if they re, you know, if they, if they redid this today, that um, if it played a lot more like a Mega Man Legends game, and they really marketed it to to that that that, that this is the prequel to it, maybe it would do well. Um, but yeah, no, I think it would have to play a lot like Legends in order for it to to have the same, uh, you know, to attract the same fans. And, and when you look at this, this is the entire game right here. This is a lot, one of those long play channels. Look how many views this has. Only 12,000. If this was like mm-hmm. Halo Master Chief Collection long play, probably have somewhere around 500,000 views, I would bet. Yeah, Even definitely. if not, yeah. people are watching it all the way through, you know? Yeah. But yeah, this is seven hours, and we've got twelve thousand views. Because you can grab footage. These long play channels are great for grabbing footage if you don't want to record it yourself. Which I highly recommend you record your own footage. But I digress. Yeah, but if you just can't, yeah, that means this is like literally only been viewed twelve thousand times. This is one of the most complete videos of this game. Yeah, yeah. just such a weird concept because it would be like having Ganon having his own spinoff instead of Ganon, which is a you know the villain you actually recognize. You're like. 
Ganon's sister that you've never even heard of before, and then <laughs> yeah. have it and like on a completely different planet and never mention Zelda or Link. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I, I don't know if Mega Man makes an appearance in this. We'd have to watch the whole seven-hour Let's Play, and I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> just wait. Krillcast reacts to the entire Let's Play. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> no, I'm just um, so what I want to get at is uh, really this game probably could have done much better if it was either marketed correctly or marketed as a Mega Man game and actually, you know, kind of repurposed itself that way. Um, mm -hmm. What are some other games that we remember over the years that miserably flopped because of bad marketing or bad attention to detail by the company that released it? Mm -hmm. I can think of a really great example right off the top of my head. Do it. Uh, okay. Wii U. Oh, <laughs> yes. Console. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, and and then part of that too is just they didn't do enough to attract other other third parties. So it was it was all first. I mean, pretty well every Wii U game that I've got is all first party titles. Yeah, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, because those are really the only ones worthwhile. Like even the um, uh, there was uh, the Batman Arkham game that they had brought over to the Wii U. It was the the, the prequel Arkham Arkham game. Uh, they canceled the DLC for it. They had to. Oof. They had to refund. Yeah, they had to refund everybody oh, wow. who got like the season pass for it. They're just like, yeah, it's not worth our time and investment to do the DLC for the <laughs> Wii U version. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm actually really surprised that they spent the time to port Mass Effect Three to the Wii U and mm -hmm. not just to port the whole trilogy, which is probably yeah, it is not that sad. difficult yeah. to do. But hey. They did give us a full-on Mass Effect 1 and 2 Genesis where you could pick all the choices. So that was... It was halfway there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Another good yeah, one I, I can say a... that failed because of improper marketing. Um, and I don't even know if it's a failure, but it certainly did not capture the market share of its predecessor. The PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear I hear that it's uh, you know a really great portable, but it just didn't make the sales. No, it, mm -hmm. it did like yeah. the Wii U and the PlayStation Vita have like the same number of sales, like well, somewhere between wow. thirteen and sixteen million. I think the Wii U is only thirteen point eight. I think the Vita is closer yeah. to sixteen. What's crazy about the Vita is it's such a capable little machine, and it, really it was is. so ahead yeah. of its time. And then it just like well, no one bought it. <laughs> and why I say marketing failed the Vita. Um, Sony did something very weird with their marketing for the Vita. Um, they brought all these companies out at launch with on, with titles that weren't ready to go yet. And they said, just tell mm -hmm. people what you want to do. So they, they had like a Bioshock reveal. Yep. They had like some Call of Duty reveals that eventually did come to fruition, but took a lot longer than they were expecting. Um, Black Ops Declassified, which doesn't do the justice of all the previous Black Ops games. It's really not a great Call of Duty game, even mm -hmm. given all the hype. And it was the most expensive Vita game on the console ever released, actually. So I think it was a fully fledged like sixty dollar title, which is the only Vita game that came out at like sixty dollars. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, except for like special editions and stuff, you know, we're not going to get into mm -hmm. that. But um, it's what failed it was they sold it as if the price point was what you had to pay, and they said so. Two forty nine lands you the Wi Fi model, and two ninety nine lands you the three G and Wi Fi model. What they didn't tell you in the marketing is it doesn't come with any internal memory. So then to get internal memory was the proprietary cards. $20 per 4 gigabytes. 
So yeah. oh my god, it was a twenty dollar for forty. You get like a eight gigabyte for sixteen. You'd pay sixty, and for like eighty or a hundred, you get a thirty-two gig. Yeah, they shut themselves. Oh my god. That. So now you're talking a third of the cost of the three G Wi-Fi model lands you thirty-two gigs. That was like four times the price of micro SD cards at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> And Jeez, they're basically the same exact size as micro SD. They're probably by similar, similar technology. Yep. Um, what they did smartly, though, was the per- like manufacturing cost of making the Vita carts was not that expensive. Like, the Switch has a hard time because the carts, and it doesn't really have a hard time because the mass popularity it's got, but um, the carts for the Switch are inherently far more expensive than the Vita carts ever were. Because the Vita mm. carts are basically like just flash memory carts that were rebuilt mm. and repurposed, made a little different, um, mm. Sony proprietary. Um, but essentially, uh, they're relatively cheap to make compared to a Switch cart. So Interesting. they just shot themselves in the foot with that stupid internal memory. And then what they did with the Slim, and they never marketed correctly, they left a one gigabyte internal memory card for the Slim. So. I think towards mm. the end, what they should have done, and I might actually make a video on this now because I'm really, really intrigued by how much people don't know about the Vita. But the Vita is like a perfect remote play console. It's like as close to the Switch as you can get if you have a PS4 and a Vita without having a Switch as you can get. Because wow. I can play Persona 5 The Royal on my Vita. Wow. Via remote play. That's really that's that's awesome. And then mm-hmm. the PlayStation TV that was also not marketed very well, a hundred one hundred dollar streaming console essentially, um, which is way better than Google Stadia, I must say. If you have a good Wi-Fi network, it's perfect. Well, everything's better than Google Stadia. <laughs> the PlayStation TV is essentially a streaming device for your PS4. Its secondary purpose to play PlayStation Vita cards on your TV. So this thing can both stream any PS4 game you have in the console or download it to the console, provided your Wi-Fi network supports it, and play your PlayStation 4 in any room in your house that it's plugged into. And it plays Vita cards. I can play Persona 5 The Royal on my PlayStation TV, and I can play any PS Vita game that doesn't require the back touchpad on my PS TV. So I can play Hmm. Persona 4 Golden on TV. Look forward to some streaming of Persona 4 Golden. Yeah, definitely. But, um, oh, I know. It. Um, the, the, oh, thing, the inherent thing going against the Vita plus PS TV plus PlayStation Four system combination is price point. The Switch, yep. you get everything for like that neat three hundred dollar price tag. You got the Joy Cons, you got the dock, you got um, the Switch console itself, um, you got the Joy Con grips, and you got the dog bone controller. You know what you get for three hundred dollars? PlayStation Four. <laughs> So now you got to spend yeah. another two hundred to three hundred dollars. Like if you had bought the PlayStation Four, the Vita, and the TV at their original price points, that is a yep. huge price point going against it. But Sony, yeah. if they would have marketed it better, like if they would have, like when they were giving away the PlayStation TVs for twenty bucks, don't do that. Give them with <laughs> a PlayStation Four Pro. Like here's your yeah. incentive. Now you have a PlayStation yep. Four Pro that you can play on multiple TVs. They were already selling these things like hotcakes. I can't imagine a world where the PlayStation TV would have flopped where they actually handed it out with the PlayStation 4 Pro. Like, give them an option. Either give them a Vita or a TV. 
that would have been a sweet, sweet bundle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been a really good bundle. So, anyways, marketing killed, in my opinion, marketing killed the Vita and the Wii U and the PlayStation TV by default because the Vita didn't sell well. <clears throat> now, if yeah, you're trying I, to get I'd any of those so. things on eBay now, they're very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because everybody realized what a great console it was after the fact. Um, and I think Tron Bond, given some good marketing and a remake that kind of gives a better backstory on how it ties into the Mega Man series, plus a much better title like Mega Man Legends, The Misadventures of Tron Bond. Boom. Yeah, that yeah, definitely would have sold better. Way better. Mm-hmm. I also, just some, com- have completely different gameplay. I wish we had some graphics. better uh, <laughs> video game examples instead of just two consoles, but marketing mm-hmm. in the video game industry is a, is a killer or a, or a creator. It really yeah. can push or kill sales right out the gate. Try out the new controller. <laughs> Wii U, R.I.P. <laughs> you guys got anything to add to that? Uh, no. no, I think that was pretty well, uh, pretty well covered. Yep. As yep. always, I'm Chris, and I'm Will, and I'm Nathan, and we will see you on the next Krillcast. Doodles. <laughs>
but uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love this game. And uh, they they came out recently and they said that the expansion with their which they're planning on doing for free actually. Uh, they said recently that it's three times longer than they than they expected it to be. So so we might have potentially a pretty large expansion on its way. I don't know if it'll be like a sequel, but mm. um, whatever it is, I can't wait for it. But uh, yeah, the slow motion and uh, uh, bullet deflecting is very very satisfying. <laughs> this looks really cool. Yeah, what's really satisfying is when you can deflect uh, without slow motion. That's a feat in and of itself. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, can't I can't recommend it enough. You can get it on uh, Steam or the Switch. And uh, <laughs> props to uh, IGN for having a reviewer that can play video games. <laughs> <laughs> Will, what do you want to recommend to the audience? All right, so I'm recommending a sequel to a game that I have uh, previously recommended. I'm going to recommend Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So like Ori and the Blind Forest, it's beautiful. Uh, it's emotional, and it's a lot of fun. This game has a lot more emphasis on combat this time. Uh, the skill tree is a little bit different. You actually like buy upgrades from different characters. And like, there's different characters throughout the game that you can actually do side missions for now, so the side quests in the game, uh, which is really cool. It just increases exploration and things. Um, this was a cool mission. You got to fight a giant spider. Um, and, wow. and then the thing is, what's really cool about this game is that a lot of times... mine back there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times that the, like, the enemy that you're fighting on the boss fight uh, you don't end up killing them, but they end up becoming like your friend, and you understand why they're evil, or like, oh, maybe oh, they're corrupted, or or something like that, or they've had like a rough go at it in life. Um, so it's it's cool. It's a cool message, and again, you actually I don't want to ruin it, but you'll become friends with the spider. <laughs> I don't like this spiders. Is, I'm gonna this kill is them. gorgeous. Yeah, it is a, beautiful. And the thing is, I don't like platformers. One of the prettiest games, but this platformer is awesome. <laughs> So cool. I've never seen a platformer as pretty as Ori, either of the Ori no. games. Oh, crap. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to check this out, actually. Definitely check it out. I'm um, totally it's on PC and Xbox. It's available oh. via Game Pass for free, FYI. Oh, and Pass. also, yeah, it's, it's for free on Game Pass. Also, the um, Ori and the Blind Forest is on the Switch. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You're oh, right. really? Mm-hmm. Um, is that like a prequel, sequel? Yeah, so they the first one, there's one. like one, and this is this is a sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't yeah. number these games uh, okay. like they did with most of their other games. There's not like a Halo <laughs> One, Halo Two thing going on here. No, Just, and it, it technically is an independent studio. It's not owned by Xbox, but they do publish exclusively on Xbox. Oh, okay. PC. Do, um, do you have to play the Do you have to play the first one in order to get this one? Um, no, I kind of just because you don't know where the <laughs> owl comes from, but they, right. I think they there might be an intro where they. Explain. I can't quite remember. Um, it's it'll. It's better just to play the first one first, just because uh, it kind of sets you up for like, at a more of emotional story, and right. you're gonna want that emotional story from the first game to understand everything that's happening in the second game. Makes sense. Sure. Or yeah. yeah, that looks really good. All right, Nathan, what do you guys recommend yeah. again? <laughs> um, the other game I'd like to recommend is um, Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem. Uh, this was a uh, uh, GameCube exclusive. Uh, it kind of went through development hell because it was going to be on um, on the Nintendo 64. Uh, but then uh, after it kind of exceeded the uh, the um, the lifespan of the Nintendo 64, they developed it for the GameCube. And uh, 
it's it's a really really there just really isn't anything else like this it's based off uh, kind of lovecraft horror it's that that's mm -hmm. kind of its inspiration and uh so one, one of the big things that caught me about this game is that every chapter you play as a different character so you're uh you, you play as this woman who her her grandmother her grandfather has been murdered and you're going around the mansions trying to find clues you find these pages to this this really old tome this book and then when you start to read the chapter that's when that level begins mm -hmm. and you play you, that's and, cool. and uh yeah it's it's really really cool and uh i guess you can say little tiny minor spoiler uh it doesn't typically end well with whoever you're playing as not not so much i remember it's got some <laughs> weird camera angles yeah it's, it's got some pretty interesting camera angles but uh one of the, I'd say the biggest thing that this game is known for is see that green meter there. That's that's the sanity meter, and when your sanity meter is low, you start to hallucinate. So you, certain things in the game are out of the ordinary. You start to hear, hear things. Um, mm -hmm. The sound design is really good good in it. Like some of the, like I mean, some of the stuff is like stock sound effects, but some of it is like like stuff that's really creepy, and uh, they'll break the fourth wall with some of the hallucinations too. I, I they, love the they... one scene where it like throws you out of the game and you think the game's like like crashed or something and it's like what yeah, is the... going on because it does you're right it breaks the fourth wall with a lot of it it's just so out there for a game especially on the gamecube yeah yeah like yeah sometimes they'll simulate the tvs being turned off the most terrifying one was when they uh they made it look like i was deleting my uh my save files yeah it it uh is it like it, it, you're trying to save the game, and your only options are to delete and quit. And it's like, wh what the heck? And, and yeah, and it, it totally look, gives the idea, it gives the look that you're deleting the game, and you're freaking out the whole time until you realize that it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it makes you literally go insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. um, is there anything else you want to say about this one? It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, it, uh, it might be hard to come by. Um, and... You know, it might it might play a little bit easier on uh, on the on the Nintendo Wii uh, since it, since that can also play GameCube games. Um, if you can find it, grab it. I highly recommend it. It's a much more sought after game after the fact. Like this is a game that was not necessarily very popular when it first came out, but it has yeah. hit some pretty high. A lot, a lot of collectors want to get it. It's, a, it's high on the list of a lot of collectors because it's yeah, such absolutely. a fun and different game for the GameCube. In fact, it's probably the most dark game on the GameCube. Oh, oh yeah, I'd say so. It's it's, it's easily quite a yeah. dark game. Yeah, and and you know the company that made it, Silicon Knights, they 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 don't exist anymore. Somebody recently bought the rights, and they might have been THQ Nordic. We'll see. Yeah, THQ yeah. Nordic buys everything, <laughs> and they've been doing a good job re-releasing stuff, which is mm -hmm. it's awesome. I love seeing that. I'm gonna recommend a game that. Will probably expects, but most of you probably wouldn't. <laughs> um, so this is a game I picked up last year. Uh, I never actually put it in the 3DS and really played it. I mean, I did. I put it in the 3DS and downloaded whatever I needed to download initially. Um, but then I just kind of set it down and didn't really touch it. Because I was like, mm, it's a Persona game. I have the whole collection. I better get this one too. I know it's not really like Persona style, but it's got some of the storyline of the Persona games. This is technically quote-unquote Persona canon. Okay? So... To me, that was kind okay. of important. Um, and I, I'm going to show you my copy of it. I've got the original boxed copy. comes with the 
the cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Go look at Ambient Unboxing. I unboxed it on that channel. Um, but this game, I, I wasn't expecting much from it. I was like, oh, it's a labyrinth, you know, dungeon crawler. It's like all of the stuff I don't like about... Not don't like. The stuff that I care less about on Persona games. Like the dungeon crawling can be a little tedious sometimes. And it's a little boring. This, on the other hand, I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I do. Um, as you're mm-hmm. going through these dungeons, these labyrinths, um, you're using the stylus to trace on a map what you're like walking through to save the map of what you're going through. Oh, it's so different, and I really actually enjoy drawing the maps because it has you put doors on the map, has you put like secret passages on the map. If you don't put them on there. Hmm then it's hard to find them again. So you have to like draw it out as you're going. And it has a completion percentage in the top right that says what percentage of the map you've uncovered. It's so interesting. And like I know you can't do this kind of immersive map making on the Switch. So I'm curious how they'll continue the Persona Q and Atriate Odyssey series of games because they're both Atlas-owned franchises. If you don't know this, Persona Q is essentially um, a Persona spinoff uh, made in the same way as the Etrian Odyssey games, which okay. are a different series all on their own. It's another Atlas-owned series. But you can kind of get a feel for what this is. See, there's the map. So that's, that's what the map making looks like. And you're supposed to take your stylus and trace around the path you're going across. See how that blue highlight goes on? And then mm-hmm. you, you would trace that path. And that would <laughs> and that's actually one of the first FOEs, foes. Hmm. Um, but essentially you're going across this labyrinth and you're tracing it out on a map and that's how you remember where things are so there's no like map given to you you are making the map which I find very engaging and immersive and fun which I was not expecting to like that it also Mm. brings in a lot of the persona style uh, magic and like elements so, like, a lot of the move sets from the Persona games are present here, and you use, like, the same okay. magic types and uh, various spells and SP use and HP. Is all, it's all here. So, if you like the Persona battling system, it's here. Um, you get five people instead of four, which is cool, too. Uh, but the dungeon crawling mm-hmm. is super awesome. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. only through, like, the first, first part of this game, but I know I'm going to finish it now. So... Definitely, if you skipped over this game like I did, or bought it and skipped over it like I did, go play it. Try it. Give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. All right, Nathan, back to you again. <laughs> yes, I uh, I do have just uh, just one more that I'd like to recommend to you, and that is Blasphemous. It uh, you get this. Who's uh, done a really good this... let's play of this game? Um, Indie Timmy uh, has uh, has done uh, some let's play videos of this. Um, and uh, I'm actually better in the midst than, of doing. I was gonna say, who who do we know really well? It's on this podcast right now, doing the, uh, <laughs> doing a let's play of blasphemous here. Yeah, and I'm in, I'm in the middle of doing one right now. Yes, and um, trying to find number yeah. one here. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. It's an extremely artistic game. Like they they there's a lot of art and effort that was put into this, and. Uh, a lot of research as well, like the, like the, like the, the helmet that he has, like like there's information you can find out uh, on that, like what what the shape of that is and that, where that originates and everything. Mm. Uh, I've heard this as being described as like a Catholic ca- Castlevania, and like the way everybody talks and the things you read in it sound very biblical. Mm. Um, okay. 
yeah and it's it's really interesting there's this whole theme around um around around suffering and uh, and penance and it's it's um uh, I've heard this also described as being a 2D Dark Souls, but I don't see. I think that does it justice because I think there's so much other uh, artistic value, uh, and the soundtrack is bloody unbelievable. Mm-hmm. There's so much of that that um, uh, that I think it's it's quite a big departure from Dark Souls. Actually, um, also I'll also warn ahead of time that this is this game is not for the faint of heart. Uh, there was actually a couple parts that actually kind of really freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no it's uh it's excellent and and the and the the pixel art cutscenes are really really cool too the mm-hmm. uh if, if you just skip ahead like a few couple seconds here you'll probably you'll probably see it uh that might have been too much but uh whoa uh, oh whoa okay that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah not not for the faint of heart <laughs> yeah i see that now um but uh go ahead Actually, actually, yeah, that was, that was largely what I, what I had to say about it. So, I just want to comment on that. I did. There's a game that I've heard of um, that is actually described as the Dark Souls of 2D. Uh, it's actually a game okay. called um, Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Sanctuary. Yes. Huh. This is actually described literally as the um, Dark Souls of 2D side scrollers. And it, it feels kind of more in line with the art style of um, Dark Souls. Except Whoa. not right here. Not right here, anyway. Hold on. There's like an open field that I've seen. Here we go. The more dark area. Yeah, this game is yeah, what okay, I heard I it described it. as more of a Dark Soulsy 2D side scroller. Okay. Oh. I can tell you who won't be playing that then. <laughs> Will, Will sucks at that game. No, I'm just yeah, oh gosh, I suck so bad. Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, that's 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 oh. one other thing I'll say about Blasphemous. It, it it is tough, but it's not nearly as hard as Dark Souls is. Okay, this game I yeah. heard it is tough as nails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, have, I I actually um went to pick this up. There's a physical version that was only available through limited run games for the PlayStation Vita. And I mm-hmm. missed it by about ten seconds. I really wanted it oh, all time. There's quite a few oh. limited run releases that I wanted and didn't get, but for the most part, I got most of the limited run releases I wanted. Uh, the Vita had a pretty large selection, and they actually have—I uh, forgot to say this on the upcoming uh, the episode for the May um, later in this year. You ever heard of the game Papers, Please? Yes. That game is getting a physical release for the Vita through Limited Run Games. Hmm. I will wow. probably snap that up. It's actually the last limited run release for the Vita. Because wow. the Vita carts are no longer being produced. But yeah. So anyways, oh, um, I'm not recommending this game. I just wanted to point out this is what I've also heard <laughs> is the Dark Souls of 2D side-scrollers. And to me, this looks way more like the 2D of 2D version of Dark Souls than Blasphemous. Blasphemous just looks like a good game. Yeah, it, which it is. It's... Uh... If if you're up for something that's uh, you know a bit ch- that's a bit challenging and uh, a tad freaky, um, I, I I'd recommend it. Cool. Yeah. Um, just to finish this off, Nathan, we want to thank you for coming on and bearing with us for these. <laughs> hey, th- thanks for having me on. It's it's been it's been great to be here. And if uh, anybody has not already gotten on Nathan's channel and subscribed by Friday, 
Go do that <laughs> now. <laughs> Let's get him to 510 subs. I'll be very happy if we can get him to 510 subs on YouTube and get him to 220 on BitChute. That'd be awesome. So go <laughs> check him out. Whoa, yeah. Will. You and, just, oh. Will left. <laughs> that's uh, uh, that's, that's I guess, interesting. I guess you're signing I'll just, off. I'll just to, center myself a little bit. I guess, guess you're signing us off today, Nathan. <laughs> what <laughs> just right. happened? That's, <laughs> that's really weird. Always, I'm, more than I'm Chris. Oh, world. And I'm no, Nathan. And we will see you. You got to stay on the <laughs> next <Chris>. podcast. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>